Hi, good morning. Welcome to another edition of the Coffee Break. Doug with you this morning. And it is Wednesday. We have made it halfway through the week. And I hope you're excited as I am about at least being in the middle of the week and the opportunities that God may put before us to be able to do His will and His His bidding. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into Second Peter today, not First Peter. I know we spent a lot of time in First Peter, but I think you enjoy Second Peter. Let's pick up Second Peter chapter one. We'll start with verse three. We'll read part of um, a few verses. Let's read until I stop. How's that? Second Peter chapter one, starting with verse three. His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence, by which he has granted to us his precious and very great promises, so that through them you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped from the corruption that is in the world because of sinful desire. For this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue, and virtue with knowledge, and knowledge with self-control, and self-control with steadfastness, and steadfastness with godliness, and godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love. For if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we'll stop right there with verse 8. I find it's interesting that there's so many people who walk around today trying to achieve whatever this goal is. And whatever this goal is on their heart and their fleshly desire or their just desires in general, if they're not achieving those, what typically occurs? They're aggravated. They're upset. They're discouraged. Uh, They live in a state of hopelessness. When reality, in reality, the only one that we are to honor, the only one that we are to work for is God and what he's called us to do. And that includes to love one another. That includes to do good things. That includes for us to be creators of things, even through technology, creators of things. But through this whole process, let's talk about what he, Peter, is telling us to do. And it talks about the characteristics of the function of divine nature. Really, I've heard some um, commentators talk about this is a this is a symphony of grace and how beautifully it is written and how it communicates to us. So let's talk about the characteristics of the function. He starts off by saying, "For this very reason." And he uses the word ad, which really translates uh, to the word chorus or choreography. Uh, In the ancient Greece, the state established a chorus, but the director paid the expenses for the training of the chorus. And so we hear he talks about faith. To his faith, the believer should add goodness. In other words, moral excellency or virtue. All right? And then knowledge doesn't come from our intellectual pursuits, but spiritual knowledge comes from the Holy Spirit whenever we are focused in God's Word. Then he talks about faith and goodness. Faith, goodness, and spiritual knowledge are not enough for our walk, but we must make every effort to add to it self-control. All right? That means we need to have our passions under control. This fleshly desire of ours needs to be under control. 
and under control in such a way as that we're using biblical truths to guide our actions. All right? So if we talk about that we are believers living in the last days, I find that it that he says here that we need to practice or be all about perseverance. Okay? It's used a lot in the, in the, New, in the New Testament to talk about endurance under especially adversity. Okay? Then he says godliness. And you know this this term godliness is used quite a few times in in Second Peter in Second Peter chapter one here also in chapter three, and in ten times in the other what we call the pastoral epistles. Okay, so godliness that needs to be a characteristic of who we are, and then he says brotherly kindness. Um, in other words, we need to care for others. He already talked about this in. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 22. Now we see it again in 2 Peter. Also, he carries this into other conversations throughout uh, some of the other uh, epistles that we have. So brotherly kindness is a concern for others' need. Uh, agape love, desiring the highest good for other people, and having that unconditional love that we should have for others should mimic the kind of love that God had for us. All right? So it's interesting that we begin with faith and we end with love. So we need to build our foundation in faith, in Christ. And then we need to offer that Christ-likeness to others. And really that's the climax of this entire section of Scripture is that we should have love toward others that is influenced and driven by our obedience to the Holy Spirit and our love for God. All right, think on these things today. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Have a great middle day of the week, and we'll talk to you again soon. God bless. Bye-bye.